When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is not as simple as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened up so many more doors. The show is called The The Deal. Deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. Why take one vacation with the family when you could take all of them? With Royal Caribbean, you don't just go to the beach. You visit a private island and race down the tallest water slide in North America. You don't just go for a road trip. You ATV and zip line through the jungle. You don't just go somewhere new. You rappel down waterfalls and discover ancient temples. Because this isn't just any vacation. This is all the vacations. Come seek the Royal Caribbean. Ships Registry, Bahamas. LFC Day Trippers, brought to you by bookmakers.com. Hello, good evening, and welcome to the Midweek Fix from the LFC Day Trippers. I'm Gav, that's Chris, and we're going to preview Manchester City versus Liverpool in, I think it's the third round of the Carabao Cup. It could be the fourth, it could be the second, I don't know. I just know it's the Carabao Cup, and the World Cup's over, and we're back. Um, We're going to preview that, we're going to have a look at the way both teams will go. We're going to have a look at um, what we think will happen. Um couple of other results in the in this round who you'd fancy in the next round if you got through all that sort of stuff plus we're going to discuss the latest news coming out of america um via a podcast host who was talking about fsg venturing into the world of nba and what that might mean to liverpool fc um chris how are you good thanks yeah. it's not it's unusual to do a podcast when i'm not watching a footy game yeah i know it's weird isn't it um, I'm used to young Kev just staring blindly off into the fucking distance and going, oh, that, oh what, what do you think of that? And yeah, we're, we're back to normal stuff. We're back to normal stuff, which is absolutely kill. That's me, Kevin Friday. Yeah, well, I'm on with I'm on this Friday, which is. I know, I know. Yeah, is a young Kev on Friday? Yeah, it must be early Christmas. Big boss coming on the show. Yeah, well, I'm coming on and Joe Wayman's coming on, so we're gonna have a lovely talk. And um, I love getting a laugh out with Joe just before Christmas. Um, he is going through yeah. a midlife crisis, which he's admitted right. himself on online. So I really, really want to um, discuss that with him at some stage when when we get through the football and stuff. But he's got a, he's got a nose piercing, hasn't he? <laughs> um, yes, and I think he's got his ear pierced and other maybe other bodily parts. But listen, we we we'll talked about him on Friday. But look, um, the World Cup. Um, we covered an awful lot of it. Well, you and Kev covered the vast majority of it, um, and other people chipped in with, with post-match shows and stuff like that. But um, football is being back now. It's you know the, the uh, Scottish football is back. Um, the League Cup is back. Of course, there was games tonight. There was games last night, I think, as well. Yeah, and of course, Liverpool travel to Man City tomorrow. Um, are you looking forward to this? Because I, I, I'm not saying I've written this game off, but all I have in my head is the 26th of December. I'll be honest. It was a, I think it was the day of the World Cup final when you when you messaged to say, "So you're ready for a preview of City?" And I, I think I messaged you back and went, "Oh, was that before Christmas?" You went, "Yeah." I went, "Ah, oh, it's fucking well out of my head." That I'm yeah. the same as you. I've been thinking Villa first game back. Okay, so I haven't actually thought about the City game, which would be a good thing because City games don't get get me all on edge anyway. So, but yeah, this feels a bit like um, a bit like a charity shield build up. It feels a bit like that, where it's kind of like both teams need to get to sort of like get themselves up to speed. And you don't want to lose, but if you do lose, you're a bit like, yeah, but you are losing to City. You know, it's not, it's not like you, it's not like a gimme. So, does it feel pre-seasony to you? Because that's what it feels like yeah. to me. 
Yeah. Now, I know, I know we've been, like, Liverpool's last game was on, the, I think, the 12th of November. So you're looking at a month, right? A month, five weeks, mm. wherever it might be. And I, I, and that's maybe maybe why I'm looking at the 26th away to Villa, then, we, then we're home to Leicester, then we're away to Brentford, I think. Um, they're the three games we have over Christmas and into the new year, and then kind of gets going. But, uh, yeah, I think, I, I think you're probably right. That kind of charity shield feel off it where, you know, okay, it's a League Cup, we're defending that League Cup because we won it last season. But it does, you know, we're going to look at the lineups or what we think might be the lineups in a little bit. And it does feel like a bit of, yeah, but we have that game on Monday and this player's only back and we need, do we get minutes in their legs and then get them ready for Monday or do we rest them? And it does have a, a pre-season friendly kind of feel off it, but obviously it's not, it's a League Cup game. Kev Ball's the same, Kev Ball in the chat fields is like like it's community shield again. Um, but looking forward to it, um, whether it's pre, pre, feels pre-season or charity shield. Um Man City will want to kind of get one over on Liverpool here. Because I, I, yeah. I seen something earlier. Man City haven't beaten Liverpool in five games, is that right? Yeah, I think the last time I think the last time they beat us was the COVID was the COVID season. Oh, uh, Anfield. At Anfield. At Anfield. Um you know, I mean technically they haven't beaten us with a uh, they haven't beaten us with a crowd uh, for a few years before that. But yeah, I think I think was if you include Churchill, I think we're like sort of a five game streak without without losing to them. Mm. And we've won the last we won the last two, Charity Shield and the game at Anfield. Uh, mm. The key last, the problem last year was we kept, um, we kept getting ourselves back into winning positions and just couldn't, couldn't see the games out um, in the two league games last year. So, yeah, I see John's comment, you know, we aren't winning the league or even in a title race. Uh, we have a tough Champions League draw v Real, so we can't just bin the cups off. I get that. Uh, not John in particular, but there's plenty of a chat who said we need to bin these cups off because that's what cost us last year in the Champions League and the league. And I now it's like, now it's like we need to win it. I mean, no, I, I think my my thoughts always you go for every cup anyway. But I think yeah, but Liverpool, look, look, Liverpool, Liverpool win the league cup and the FA Cup last season, right? And the fact that they win the league cup and FA Cup and they get play the games that have no bearing on the league or the European Cup final. They just don't. Like we get beaten in the European Cup final because we don't take our chances. Okay, when we get them, cool. and we're caught cold with one one attack by Real Madrid. Let's be honest about it. We're caught cold. And we can't get a goal back. With the league, we are an I mean, Aston Villa strange. collapse away. And it is a collapse away from winning the league title as well. So, you know, I, I kind of, I kind of, I, I get what, like, say, Jono and others are saying where, you know, um, we're not in the league. But we're, in, we're definitely in a race for the top four. And that would be priority. Mm-hmm. You know, it has to, that's the way the world works. But at the same time, you know, how much of a big effect does this League Cup have on you, really? You know, I think I think Liverpool fans look at it sometimes where you go, oh, you need to bin this off simply because they're looking going, are these players reliable enough? You know, I think I, I if think someone gets injured that's tomorrow night and misses six league games, then you're going, oh, you know, it's... Whereas if you had a bit more... I think if you had a bit more reliability in the in the squad, you know, and we get on the players that might, might play tomorrow, if you had a bit more reliability, you go, yeah, that's grand. And if it wasn't Man City, you wouldn't be going near a full team, full team tomorrow it's just the fact that you're away to Man City um, but let's let's look let's look at it um, you know it is the game of the round it's the two best mm-hmm. teams in the country um, in my opinion um, before any Arsenal fans go fucking mad because they're top of the league but it's it's the two best teams in the country um, consistently over the last whatever it is four or five years um, and it's Klopp against Guardiola you know now the clubs have released a kind of a joint statement to all fans and stuff like that about, you know, being nice to each other and stuff like that. What did you make of that? Because I thought, what are you doing that for? I think it, uh, I think it's just, a, I think some of the, a lot of the poverty sort of being sung. I think they want to try and nip that in the bud. And look, let's be honest, you know, look, fans did throw bottles at a bus, which isn't, yeah. which isn't great, is it? I think it's that extreme. They're trying to say, take those extremes out of it. But I mean, look, if we're being honest, City need to look internally themselves. You know, we, we there's videos go around with City fans singing the Sean Cox song, and we all know, and they all know it. And then, you know, they've got a manager who denies he's heard anything. But unfortunately, I, I think it's a little bit of um, a bit of a pointless effort, really, because we saw the Man United game tonight. One minute in, the classic Liverpool song comes out, and we're not they're not even playing us. So you know what's going to happen. I think it's just unfortunately it's a societal thing. That's what people do. 
Mm. I, th- I think you're right. You know, don't get me wrong. I think, I think um, on both sides, things have happened well, from fans that you kind of go, well, not mm. really on. But, uh, like, you go back to that thing with Guardiola where he goes, oh, I don't, I can't really, didn't over, I don't overheard it. But, come on, the time he made that comment is well after the game. You would have been shown it. You know? Yeah. Um, what was that show? Was it? Oh, there it is. Yeah, that's clear as day. You know, so the, the clubs to kind of come out, and I think I think Liverpool have come off the worst out of this than City, because for me, I'd be looking at it going, well, why can't, why couldn't Guardiola just come out and admit what was going on there? And now it's kind of, everybody be nice. And you're like, well, hold on. Everybody be nice, but, you know, is Guardiola going to hear Liverpool fans tomorrow night if they're nice? He's going to come out and say, I heard all of the stuff. Um, Liverpool are really good fans there last night. He's not going to, is he? You know, he's he's, he's kind of put himself in that position there where, oh, I didn't hear it. You know, which was complete bollocks at the time. Let's be honest about it. Uh, you know, it was clear as day what was going on. Um, some big teams have gone through in this. Like, there's a lot of good teams left in it. You know, usually a lot of teams fall off, but I was looking at last night and, you know, Leicester go through. Um, Newcastle. Newcastle go through. Wolves go through. There was one more game last night as well. Southampton go through. And I'm not saying they're great teams, but I'm saying Premier League-wise, there's a lot of them gone through. United have gone through tonight. Forest, I think, have gone through. There was somebody gone to extra time or penalties tonight. I can't. Ch- uh, Ch- Charlton have knocked uh, Brighton out on penalties. Okay, well, then there's Brighton. That's, that's, that, that, I said, that's, a little, that's probably the only surprise of the round. So yeah, and then tomorrow night, you one of Liverpool and City will go, but it's still kind of a really strong competition. You know, because um, even at this stage, you you know, I think Premier League, the Premier League clubs come in the last round and then European teams in, in the Premier League come in this round. You know the way they, they walk it that mm. way? Um, you'd usually find a lot of them, if, if you don't drop out and go, listen, we're not interested in that. But it looks it looks fairly it looks fairly strong. So, um, line-up wise, now, I asked you I'm, earlier, give us your... I've changed my mind. Give us your line Right? So what we do is, you, you you did say to me before this, I've changed my mind because when I looked at United's team. Now, United play tonight and don't play till next Tuesday. Mm, they've okay? got a bigger gap. Yeah, we play tonight and we play on Monday. And then they get an extra day over us, two days over us. But then the gap mm. remains the same from there on in. Um, but I asked you for your possible lineups, and you did give them to me. But the, I'm going to caveat with... Um, about five minutes before the show started, you went. Uh, I changed my mind. Um, I think I changed yeah. my mind when I look at man. You know, but look, let's look I, at these. Uh, let's look at these lineups, and then we yeah, can pick through it and see what the chat think as well. Yeah, the concept gave us this is reading around in my lunch break and what I'd seen in the press conference. I thought, well, they'll rest a few. I can't see any of the lads who are in the quarterfinals playing because that's the hint you give them because they've only just come back in training. But then I seen the United lineup where I saw Bruno Fernandez, Rashford, and. Uh, somebody else who played in the quarterfinals, I was going, Casemiro. Oh, Casemiro. I was like, oh, maybe they can play them. Because uh, mm. thinking about it now, I haven't put them in the starting lineup. Spoilers, everyone. But Fabinho technically hasn't, yeah, Fabinho hasn't played a game of football now for since November. Yeah. Well, let's and have a look at your I know where you're coming yeah, from with your lines, but let's look at them and then we can try probably yeah. shift them around pull a bit. And I'll give you a right? Yeah. Let's, we'll let's, let, let, let's have a look, right? Let's have, let's have a look at what, what you come up with. So, Liverpool-wise, you had Kelleher, Ramsey, Matip, Gomez, Robertson, Milner, Thiago, Elliott, Firmino, Nunes, Salah, right? And on the seaside, you have Ortega, Lewis, Charles, Laporte, Gomez, uh, De Bruyne, Rodri, Gundogan, Mares, Phillips, Parma, right? So we park Man City for a minute, okay? Let's just park Man City for a minute. Liverpool-wise, right? It's fair Kelleher's going to start in goal, isn't it? Because, you know... He's the cup goalkeeper. Yeah. But when you look then, I'm looking and I'm saying to myself, Trent hasn't Trent played a play. game of football in five weeks. Really, he's played about 12 minutes for England, hasn't he? He has. And if we're looking at all the friendly, if we look at the two friendlies in Dubai, Milner started every one of them at right back and Ramsey's come on for the last half hour. Mm. So again, you're a bit like, there's options there. Does Van Dijk get a run out? Because he's, He's been back a week and a bit, and same with Henderson. So yeah. they're the ones that are sort of going. You could easily see a Van Dyke going in for Gomez, and maybe a Trent going in for Ramsey. Um, yeah, but the, the, the chances are, the chances are when we go to when we go to Villa on the twenty sixth, that it will be Matip and Van Dyke starting. Probably, yeah. Yeah, you know, Probably, but Kanata yeah. is not going to be back. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, 
I think I think it's interesting. I think Keller will start. I, I have a feeling Trent might start. You see, you have five subs in this as well. Yeah. Right? You have five That's subs. So I think Matthew and Gomez, I think, is fair. Mm-hmm. You know, I think it doesn't... Holland and England go out at the same time. I think what you might see is, I think you might see the likes of... Um, maybe maybe Ramsey will start, but, but the likes... You could nearly pick Trent, Henderson, Van Dijk as three on the bench that he's looking to get on. Mm-hmm. You know that sort of way. Robertson, I think, plays. He hasn't. He's been. He's been. Um, he's been away with the average with the team, and <laughs> he's been average in those preseason games. Let's be honest. Yeah. To be yeah, fair, but Sivakas has probably played better in those preseason games. If, if we're being honest. Yeah, but let's be. But, but I, I still. It, it should I, be Robertson. I still think. Yeah, I still think he'll. he'll I still think he'll play. Um, Robertson. Um, mm. Midfield. Now the, I had I had Thiago Milner as a two, and and then you do a three of Elliot, Firmino, Nunes, which is a bit like what we did at City at home, except Jota played wide left instead of Nunes. So yeah. that's why I thought he might switch to that. But Fabinho does need the minutes because uh, the thing with Fabinho is he's slow after a break. He's I mean he's been pretty slow all season. And Kate is back training, and he's. He's being back. He's had half, he's had half hours, hasn't he? So yeah. I think he's on the bench. Case I can't see him started. Bit of a left field one is: Do you start Chamberlain out wide right? I would think so because I think the fact Nunes played the last friend it makes me think he's going to be, <coughs> excuse me, uh, available uh, to start. And I think I just think he'll cause problems because right back's the one area where they might be a little bit like City if they're not going to play Cancelo. Yeah, because again, it's it's one of those where. In your own mind, you could you, like your eleven is perfectly viable, right? In uh, but you could abs- but then again, you could make an argument against it because we're playing in four days' time. But then you could turn around and go, yeah, but we're playing in four days' time. It's a fairly quick turnaround. So do you put? Let's just pick Van Dijk for a start. Do you put Van Dijk in and play him tonight, and then play him in four days' time off the back of that World Cup? It's very hard to balance it. And but even even last season, you know. When we were in, we're on this run in the cup. He he went with a lot of fringe players. You know what I mean, Chris? He did. Like he did, and he stuck with them for the most of the time. Bar, I think. The I mean, Taki played every. I think Taki played every round apart from the final. To give you an example, you know, there were certain players that he just gave it to. Um, I mean, I'm, me and Kev were having a chat earlier. Kev was saying it's Kev's a four-day turnaround. That's normal. It is normal if you're in a routine of playing. I think yeah. because Kev, you've, you've had a lot of players away. With, at the World Cup, plus the fact that you've had players that have been away in Dubai and stuff like that, it's it's a very mix and match where they are. Do you get me where they are in the, in their progression of getting back or you know keeping match fitness? Like Fabinho just hasn't played, so I think Fabinho has to play tomorrow. Yeah, I mean, Ocean's in the chat saying apparently Edison, Diaz, Laporte, Cancelo, Walker, Stones, Bernardo Silva, Grealish, Phillips, Foden. And Alvarez are all supposedly not playing. Now I was thinking that beforehand, but that United lineup, I know they've got the FA is they can be like going maybe they might go a bit stronger than we think. And is it a little bit of kidology that some players aren't as ready as you think they are? I don't know. Because you know, the only good all the players are only getting a week off, so you don't lose that much fitness for a week off, really, do you? Especially when you've been playing regularly. Yeah, it's I just I just think I think it's gonna be very difficult to pick a team, but I wouldn't mm. be like it wouldn't surprise me if both teams went out with a lot of players where you go, yes, six of them start for Liverpool, and the likes of the ones that would be starting would be on the bench, possibly Trent. No, look, what I'm saying is in the starting eleven, you could you would say six of them will probably start a weekend, and you probably out of them six you probably pick Trent, um, and Fabinho in particular because of the mm-hmm. and and probably not Darwin Nunes, he's played. You know, but Salah, I think, will play. Because the all like it's all very well going away and playing Leon and Milan, but it's never at the pace that you're gonna play in, in, no. in even a League Cup game. Maybe maybe a League Cup game against a lower ranked Premier League side or, or a lower league side or wherever it might be. But this is Man City away. There's extra mm. there's extra on this. Um What's the last time we won at City away? It's a little while ago, isn't it? We've drawn the last couple there, but we haven't won there for a little while, have we? I think the last time we've won there is the European Cup in 2018. Might be right, you know. Well, if you look at it, 
17, 18, we went away in the we went away in the European Cup, right? 18, 19, we're beaten, aren't we? Leroy Sane scores the winner. 19, yeah. 20, I think we draw one all. They win the league, we're all pissed and don't care. 19, year, sorry, 18, 19, we're beaten by them. 19, 20, we're bashed by them because we're all drunk. Yeah. 20, 21, we draw, I want to say one all away at them and two all mm. last season. Yeah, it's two two last. We both were two two last season, weren't they? Yeah. So yeah, a few were saying Chelsea. Yeah. So this is the thing is this will be even if we didn't have this World Cup break, you know, we don't win a city thing off them. Yeah, but years, but the so thing is, like, I could, I could genuinely see us going out where it's fairly strong, both sides. But then I could see both sides turning up and going, "No, listen, we're just we're throwing a couple of lads in there that were away at the World Cup but didn't play a lot, and we're throwing a load of youngsters in with them." You know, and mm. look either way, the, both squads are going to have the recovery and and basically getting them ready for Monday's game because it's the league. It's it's you know that's where everyone's looking at. City are four points behind Arsenal in that title race. Whatever way you look at it, still four points behind Arsenal. And, and listen, City yeah. don't start quickly. It could be seven, it could be nine, it could be anything. Then again, they could be two points clear in two games time. You don't know. So City have to really look at that. And I just think it's very hard to pick. And but it's very rare you see a team come out and I'd be surprised if City came out with a team where you went, Wow, that's not weak, but Jesus, like where are all the lads? And Liverpool turn up with a full strength mm. team. I can't remember, the last time I remember that happening in the League Cup was actually us against Leicester last season. Where we turned up with a load of lads and, and Leicester went absolutely full strength, as strong as they could. But I think they had to play on Didi at centre half. So it's mm. it, I think you can make arguments about either of them, but tell you what, what would you like to see? Without predicting it, what would you like to see? And I'll pick what I'd like to see for Liverpool. Um, Sorry, see, you're five points by Arsenal. Um, John will tell yeah. me. Uh, that's what I think. I'm all right with Kelleher playing because we always give him the cup games. I'd go, I'd like to see Trent, Matip, Van Dijk, Robbo, Thiago and Fabinho as a two, and then do... Elliot, Firmino, Nunes as a three, and Salah and, and Salah in the nine, which is pretty much the team we played that beat the Manfield. And then you have Henderson, the likes of your Hendersons, the Caters, the, the Chamberlains to come off the bench for the last half hour. Because uh, my concern before probably seeing what the United game was like was we'd probably go fairly strong, but every sub we brought on would be it would be like a kid. And you think mm. we're going to get progressively weaker, and they're going to get. I think City to do the reverse. Probably start weakening, you think, and start throwing De Bruyne's and start throwing on Mar- um, Bernardo Silva's. So we'll we'll see from there. So I, I think that, that's what I would go. So it's probably only a couple of changes, but that's the one I'd go with. Also, we haven't got different midfielders anyway, so I think we have to go with a bit of a midfield, a bit of a four-two-three-one anyway, just to serve <laughs> legs. Watch your Yours wants yours yours wants us to start with uh, Thiago Bellingham and Hendo, and um, don't go there. Um, Lads we'll will make a great it. point though. It will be lads who get an hour and lads who get 30 minutes. So yeah. you, the 30 minutes lads are probably the likes of Hendo, Van Dijk. Mm. Like there's only seven Kater. players. Kater. Kater will get more than half an hour because he's only just back from injury. Yeah, so and then the Kater 60 minute lads will be the likes of I think will be the likes of Trent. Um, Robertson. Fabinho, maybe Salah, but it depends on the way it's going. What I'd like to see tomorrow is, it's a four-day turnaround. There is different people in, progressing in different ways. I think the ones you have to look to get back into the squad, into the team, is definitely Trent, Fabinho. Definitely. You have to get them back in the, in the squad and get them maybe 30, just to get them ready. I, I don't know, but I, I think he'll go Kelleher. I think he'll go Ramsey. There's a few in the chat saying Ramsey might be out um, ill. Well, if he's not, then Trent players, right? Um, but I, I just think... No, no, sorry. Kelleher, Trent. Trent needs an hour in him. He needs an hour in him if he wants to play the weekend. Um, so Kelleher, Trent, Matip, Gomez, and that's me thinking Van Dijk comes and plays a half an hour at some stage. Um Simakas, because I think okay. Robertson, I think Robertson might get a half an hour. 
Um, we'll look at the weekend. Then in midfield, Fabinho definitely has to put an hour in. Just has to get an hour inside him, right? Fabinho, he's def- I think he's going to go 4-3-3. So I, I think Fabinho, Elliot. And I think you might see Keita. I think you okay. might see Keita. Um, because he's gone 30, 40 minutes and now maybe he's the man that gets an hour with Henderson coming in for a half an hour and Milner's there bopping around and Jones if, if he's back. So I think you might see Keita and then up front, I think you'll see Firmino down the middle, I think you'll see Nunes off the left and I think you'll see Salah off the right. Um, but again, the likes of Carvalho and stuff like that can come in and, and give them a break, one of those a break after an hour, possibly possibly Salah possibly Nunes so that's where I go with with regards to City if all those names are true you're going to see a, a fairly skeleton City team aren't you but I don't believe that like I, I can I can definitely see um, like De Bruyne goes out in the groups I think De Bruyne I think De Bruyne De Bruyne will play Mars will play ha- Haaland, Haaland will, play. will play yeah yep Haaland and Mahrez and De Bruyne, I think those three are nailed on, I would say. Yeah. Um, um, all right, oh, the, fair uh, enough. Foden and, right, and, and, and Grealish get to the quarterfinals, but Foden, fair enough. But Grealish plays full call for England. Yeah, so Half an hour maybe in t- tops altogether. 40 minutes mm. football. You know, and then you look into the midfield, Rodri goes out in the round of 16. Quarters. No, round of 16 he goes out in against Morocco. Yeah, yeah. Right, so he's so he he's gone. He's back fucking he's back ten days. Um So Rodri, Kevin De Bruyne, and probably Gundogan because Gundogan, Gundogan goes out in the groups. So the three of them all go out within four days of each other out of World Cup. Mm. When you think about it. So um uh like I I think I think the, but again they can go fairly strong and then if they wanted to, they could bring in the likes of Foden, Grealish, the same way we would with Henderson Van Dyke, mm. you know the sort of way. I I think it's going to be a mismatch. I think you'll be, you, I think you'll be looking at both sides where you go. Five of them, forget to go, well, on air point, forget the goalkeeper because he'll be back, right? But I think you'll probably be looking at both sides where you go. Five of them for City start on Monday and five of them mm. for Liverpool start on Monday. And the five subs that come on, right? The five subs that come on, along with the five that you have starting, will probably be your starting lineups come the weekend. Mm-hmm. I can't see City leaving all them players out and just bringing them in cold on Monday. I don't know who they have on Monday. It could be, Fucking Stevenich, you know. Luke uh, um, but I just can't. I can't say. Uh, O'Shane reckons that Laporte, Rodri, Laporte, of course, as well. Um, Rodri should play some part tomorrow. Kanji will play as well. Um, I don't know. I don't. I can't remember. I think they might have Leeds. I have a feeling. I don't know whether they have. I have Leeds in my head. Um, to play C, but I could be completely wrong. I can look her up there. Um, it looks looks like City don't play boxing there. City don't play till the twenty eighth. They don't play till the twenty eighth. Yeah, they play Leeds as well. So, sure, City have got no, no excuse not to go as strong as possible because they've got a massive gap. Yeah, and then they play on the twenty fourth at home to Everton. Oh, it's another gimme. They're away to Leeds on the twenty eighth. On the on New Year's Eve, they're at home to Everton, and then they play, don't play possibly till the third. Is it no? Fourth no. You don't play till the fifth, then. I mean, what fucking breaks do these pricks want? <laughs> they play the twenty-eight, the thirty-first, and then the fifth. I know, mad it is. Whereas Liverpool have to play the twenty-sixth, the thirtieth, and the second. I don't know. Um, I think they'll definitely go strong. I think the only. I may I look. I, I think it's very hard to pick, but anyway. What are we looking to get out of the game? Um, are you over fussed if we go out? Do you just want to see us? Do you want to see a resemblance of what you think Liverpool should be? Yeah, City I want to bring out the best in us. Yeah, you want you want to see a performance level like we saw at the win at Anfield. Now, listen, I don't want to go out. Of course, I don't. I, want, I always want Liverpool to win a game. But if they play at that level that we played at the home game at Anfield, I'd say you go, you go out two one and it's you know it's a good game and you know. It just doesn't fall for you in the day. I could sort of live with that. I kind of still want it to be where where City like say win two 0 and you can tell they've been at they've had your arms length all game and it's pretty tepid and comfortable. That's what you don't want. Unfortunately for Liverpool, there were too many games against much inferior sides to City 
where I'll be honest, it has looked a bit, a little bit like once Liverpool go one 0 down, you're going, yeah, but they're not really. Liverpool never like they're going to hurt anyone, you know. So that's what I'm sort of looking for. Um, just a, a big performance. Listen, if we get a, we get a big win, you know, it could be a real shot in the arm to kick us on. You hope that's what you hope anyway. Yeah, and Kieran B, like um, now somebody does say um, Archie says it's an average of four days for all games. Hmm, I don't know. They play the twenty-eighth to twenty-fourth, and then the fifth. Maybe so, yeah. But it just feels like we're playing an awful lot of games, you know. Yeah, maybe so, maybe so. I'm, I'm probably just giving it out for no reason, actually. Sorry. Uh, Kieran says City's next six games: Leeds, Everton, Chelsea away, Chelsea in the FA Cup, United away, and Spurs at home. So they have it. That's a well, bar the force too, I would say. And Leeds are no pushovers when they when they put their minds to it, but um, especially at home. Um, to be honest, I don't, I don't worry about, but I wouldn't worry about sitting in the big games. I think. I know they won the league last year for us by a point, but a lot of the big games they did all right. It was actually City's problem last year was they dropped stupid points yeah. against sides you would never expect them to. So, you know, you more likely see uh, you more likely see City drop points against the Leeds randomly, which will catch them off guard. But go and bash Chelsea, United, and Spurs. Mm. You know that's kind of how, that's kind of how they are sometimes a little bit. Yeah. Um, well, look. For me, I, I want I want to see. I just to be honest with you, I want to see us. I'm Alex Rodriguez, and I'm Jason Kelly from Bloomberg. This is the Deal. Each week, you'll hear us in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is and not and, as uh, simple you know, I, as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened so, up so many more doors. The show is called The, the Deal. deal. Listen to the deal. Listen to the deal on Spotify. Why take one vacation with the family when you could take all of them? With Royal Caribbean, you don't just go to the beach. You visit a private island and race down the tallest water slide in North America. You don't just go for a road trip. You ATV and zip line through the jungle. You don't just go somewhere new. You rappel down waterfalls and discover ancient temples. Because this isn't just any vacation. This is all the vacations. Come seek the Royal Caribbean. Ships Registry, Bahamas. I want us to... We'll, play, we'll have 16 players on that pitch over the course of the game. And I want those 16 players to come on. I, want, I don't want... I don't want anyone coming on and going, oh my God, he looks fucking leggy. He looks, you know. And Yeah, yeah. Uh, no, don't get me wrong. There will be fellas a yard off it because of where what the, where they are in, in World mm. Cup or wherever it might be. But, I, I, you know... I want to see players going, geez, he looks sharp. And, you know, all right, he's been, you know, he's been at the World Cup. Maybe he's been a yard off, but he looked okay. I want us to look solid. I I just want, to be honest with you, I want to see us attack and not end up six seconds later on the edge of our own box trying to scramble balls away. That's what I want. That's the biggest thing for me at the moment. When we when a ball comes out of the opposition's box, I want us to be all over it. I think it's a massive thing for us, and I think it's what we need to get back to. And that's where the whole midfield argument comes from and, and signings and Enzo Martinez and um, Jude Bellingham and Moses Sosado and whatever it might be. But that's what I want to see. I, I want to see an intensity from Liverpool because they've been away in Dubai. They've played two games. Okay, they're not at the pace that we would expect them to be at, you know, if we're playing in England in Premier League games, wherever it might be. But they've had enough there where, you know, if you're given these... the, the backroom staff and the people that plan this their deals they know this is where we need to be at this time and when we come back we'll be ready to go so that's what I want to see um, I, I mean I know you don't want to talk transfers because I've seen a few in the chat saying you know look it's sitting on our business or what they about 10 points ahead of us um, if Liverpool recruit right in January we saw last year you know Liverpool chased down a 13 point gap to one, to one point on City mm. so if they get those recruitment right, and that's, that's the big if. I mean, I see Liverpool's recruitment deal. Whoever they bring in is normally right. They probably just don't bring enough in. That's always that's always the issue. But, you know, I'm intrigued to see what we do in January. Because if we don't do anything in January, quite frankly, it's a top four race and nothing else. If we bring the right player or two in January, you never know. Liverpool still have the ability to go on these mad Liverpool, runs. Yeah, but Liverpool have, Liverpool have 15 points off the top, right? With a mm. game in hand, I think, on Arsenal. So that if you win your game in hand, you're 12 points off. I don't even know what game in hand is against. I can't remember. Chelsea. Um, Chelsea, is it? Chelsea um, away. Yeah. So, 
They're 12 points off Arsenal. Liverpool, as we know them, if you told me over, could Liverpool get 12 more points than Arsenal over 23 league games? Absolutely. But it's not Liverpool as we know them. Like Ken Ball says, it's the same fellas in midfield who don't have the legs to cover the ground. We won't see it fixed until properly. We won't see it fixed till we properly fix it next season. Oh, it's a top four race, Chris. You know, don't get yeah. me wrong. I'll happily fucking sit here in May or sit and drink a pint in May with you in Liverpool. And I'm going, you know, what? I was dead wrong because this is the last home game of the season. And we, if we win this, we could fucking win a title. I'm absolutely open to that idea. But what I'm Listen, saying is uh, your, your recruitment point is absolutely fair, right? But the recruitment I, I for me it, is the recruitment for me is can this team as it is get top four? Yes, because Liverpool are if they win that game in hand will be four points off Sports or currently fourth in the league. All right, four points off top four if they win the game in hand. Right, seven at the moment. Could they get top four with this squad? Absolutely, absolutely. I think. But I think right if you recruit in January, comfortable. it's comfortable top four for me. Yeah, that's I what it that's, is. That's I don't think I don't, and I'm 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 open to be wrong on either of them. Especially the one where you think go, you could go further than getting top four oh, no, of your I'm, crew, right? I, I'm, st- I'm still not expecting Liverpool to win win the league. I'm not. I'm not stupid enough to think that. But what I'm saying is, if you get your crew right, you can make it more comfortable. And do you know what? If you you get yourself in that confidence run, you take that into the Champions League. Then that's what you hope, anyway. Mm. Uh, Julian Laurent has apparently on ESPN said Liverpool don't have the money for transfers. Uh, depressing if true. It is depressing if true, but. I don't know who's briefing ESPN for Julian Ron because I don't believe Liverpool do. Um, it, this is, tell you what to do. Go on to Twitter and type in ESPN and look at the ESPN account and come back to me. That's all I'm going to say. Uh, it's right. crackers, isn't it? Uh, Jono says, classic FSG talk coming out uh, through, don't expect anything in January. Pierce said that. Yeah, but Pierce told you the club was being sold six weeks ago. Um, like Literally, we're selling it. Um, look, I'm going to say it again. Nobody knows anything, right? No. Stop it. Nobody knows anything, all right? There's been massive links to Joe Bellingham. There's been massive links to Enzo Fernandez or Enzo Martinez, isn't it? Enzo Martinez. I'm, I'm determined Fernandez. to call it Enzo Fernandez. Is it? It's Enzo Fernandez, yeah. Correct, Grant. I'm determined to call him Martinez, right? I yeah. just keep doing it, right? But there's been massive links there, okay? Not from English journalists, um... The one guy that the one guy um that was um and I forget his name, the German fella, isn't he? Um who was going on about Joe Bellingham, he's quite reputable when you look back at what he said mm. before. But at the same time, that's all he's that's what he's saying he's hearing, right? I still don't believe him. I still don't believe no. him. You know what I mean? Nobody knows anything. Okay? And that might be I thought that might be somewhere where we go, oh, why can't we just do this? I'm not here to appeal to people. On the fact that I'll tell you that I know this or I know that, or we believe nobody has a fucking clue, right? And if something happens, it will happen, and if it doesn't, it won't, right? But we're all in agreement. Let's just say it here, right? Hands up, right? I swear solemnly on the fucking whatever, tell the truth, the whole truth, nothing but the truth. We all believe, everyone in this chat, me and you, I'd say, and anyone that listens afterwards, that Liverpool need to sign a midfielder in, in January. Right? Unless you go down Shawnee's theory where Shawnee feels that the season being written off, put up on the shelf, we get through it and then we go big in, in the summer. But you have all the ownership um, stuff thrown in and all. If, you, if you're genuinely trying to make sense of what's going on with all that in, in, in the mix and pot, good luck to you. Good luck to you. Um, it's, it's mad. I, I mean, if you ask me, I think we need two in January. One midfielder, I actually think you need, I think you need to bring one of your forwards. Forward that you're going to get in the summer. Maybe so because of the, the Diaz and the. Um, well, Joss is now on his third of was it third or fourth muscle injury now? Yeah, it's not. A so, good, listen, it's not a good sign. That's to be honest. And anything could happen. Take it as it comes. Read the links by all means, but don't don't hang your hat on them. Don't hang your hat on anything when it comes to Liverpool, and um, because we've seen before where we all expect something to happen and nothing happens, and then we've seen before where you think. There's nothing really happening next of all. Oh, Thiago signing, and then next of all, Jota's there as well. So it's, you know what I mean? It's, and Sorry. no matter what way, you, no matter what, what way you try to package this, right? There's not a single fucking person on this planet out there, right, that has told you what's going to happen at Liverpool and it's actually happened, right? It's simple I'm as sorry, that. I'm sorry, I'm laughing at Hanson, laughing at Hanson Lawrence today. We're getting Craig Johnson from Middlesbrough. Yeah, there we go. We probably, yeah, we probably will. <laughs> I've got um, wrong with that. Let me see. Uh, oh, hold on. Red Steve um, says, unless the midweek fixed banner is covering a watermark after Gav stealing the background picture, incorrect, he would move it to the right. 
to cover the spotlight. Well, I'm not moving it now because I know you want it moved, so I'm not moving it. Um, but thanks a million, um, Steve, because I can always rely on you to just give out about something but fair play to you and happy birthday for yesterday as well I hope you had a lovely lovely day um, NTK best show coming in January um, yeah we will be doing no transfer knowledge in January where we get all these links that we don't hang our hat on we talk about them have a laugh and discuss them and see do you think it might happen yeah it might might not Grant. Mm. you know what I mean that's how it works um, <clears throat> give me a score prediction and you know the, you know the rules 2-2, Liverpool win on pens. Oh, does it go straight to penalties? Oh, yeah. oh no, hold on. Ke- and, Ke- and Keller says two. Um, I'd love a comfortable 3-0 win, but I don't think we'll see anything like that, so... I think City got really strong. Oh, and yeah, I, think, I, th- I, I And I think, I think Liverpool go with a mix... And then bring a few players in and we kind of get stronger as the game goes on. Um, I'm going to go 3-2 Liverpool. Yeah, fuck I'll have 3-2. But <laughs> what happens if I get... Um, goals. Did you give me your goal scores? Oh, no, I didn't give you goal scores. Uh, Salah and Nunes. I'm I'm having I'm having Nunes with two, and Joel Matip. And for them, I'll say I don't care about Maris them. Will, Maris will get one, and I'll say Laporte from a corner. Okay, I don't care about them. Um, well, you know, <coughs> Kevin Ball says definitely goes to penalties three three. Archie Doolan says two two. Kevin Sullivan says three to Liverpool. Salah two and Nunes. I think we go strong. We could now. Um, yesterday or the day before. Because all the it's Christmas week, so all the days just merge into one, right? You just mash into one. But talk come out of America that um, Liverpool owners, Family Sports Group, will take over um, a new NBA site that's going to be based in Las Vegas, right? The mm. talk on that is four billion dollars as a startup amount for this team. Now, it's a big, it's a big chunk of change, aren't it? Yeah, it's quite a few quid, isn't it? Um, like you'd be, you wouldn't mind that at Christmas as a, as a bonus of some sort, but Bill Simmons is the man, and he says this is what he says, right? So let's let's just read exactly what he says. He says, "On my September the twenty second podcast, I predicted the Suns would go for at least four million. My final guess was four point four, which was a little too high, and threw a one name as a possible buyer, Matt Ishbia. Okay." And then he says, also discussed on the 22nd of September podcast, the Suns are setting the market for the two expansion teams that are coming. Okay, i.e. the Suns will go for four, 4 billion. So these two expansion sides that will come into the NBA will probably, that's where the price will be set. Vegas going to Fenway Sports Group and LeBron and Seattle, which will start a bidding war. Now the NBA knows it can get a minimum of 4 billion for Vegas and 4.5 billion for Seattle. That's the new price. Okay, so he's openly come out and said Vegas going to Fenway Sports Group um, and slash LeBron, right? Because LeBron is obviously um, thing now. Bill Bill Simmons, um, you know, podcasts um, five point six five point six million followers. You know, um, you know, I'm presuming he knows his stuff, right? He could be very famous. I don't know who he is, right? Um, but. Um, he's obviously big in American sport, but he's come out and said this. Now, this is all tied in then with the fact that weeks and weeks ago, it was like Liverpool are being sold, they're on the verge of being sold. Then it was like a minority investor, could it be a majority investor? You know, um, the Middle East. Um, I've seen German, American consortiums, all sorts of stuff being thrown around. The word was that Liverpool had asked to massive financial uh, companies to check out the possibility of what it's worth. Um, and now this comes out, Chris. Mm. Is that him giving his point of view? Do you think he knows more? And probably the biggest question of all is, is that if FSG are or want, and I think they do, want another American sports team, either NFL or NBA, right, especially with the LeBron link there, 
and it's going to cost them four billion. Is the most likely thing to happen here is that they sell Liverpool Football Club to fund this and say, right, it's a massive team we're letting go of, but you know, NBA is one of the dreams for a for a you know a, a company like that. I think so because uh, the one thing with American sports is it's guaranteed income because there's no relegation, and it's a. Uh, Player trades and transfers in American sports are slightly different. It's more, it's the contract you don't, contract don't think you do. Yeah. Like, it's kind of, it's not like a, you don't do a transfer fee for a player. So, uh, and I'm pretty certain either they have bought or they were looking to buy a ice hockey team as well, weren't they? So, yeah, you know, yeah. that's what FSG do. Do they not own that already? They own a NASCAR oh, side, don't they? A NASCAR yeah. side, a NASCAR team. Um, it's, it's recent to do that. So, it would make sense that the most saleable asset they've got is Liverpool, which literally would fund them. And then it allows them to do that. Um, I think it's still. It wouldn't surprise me. FSG, after all, they still have a stake in Liverpool, but it's mm. but it's not a controlling stake. It may be like a, I don't know, twenty percent stake in Liverpool. So, because they're not stupid, they'll know there's still money in Liverpool that that will come out that will come to them. But if they sell eighty percent of the club, you know, and literally they be kept there for their because um, the who takes Liverpool yeah, they over. bought the hockey team. Yeah. Kevin Boss says he did the, the Penguins. Yes, that's a. Only for, but again, only very recently. So you know they are they are looking to expand. Um, so it won't it won't surprise me if it's either a full sale or it's like a, they sell eighty percent to Liverpool for pretty much that figure, and then they're there partly as a silent or as a silent shareholder. And it won't be surprised if the new the owners just use them for their expertise they've had because they've run the football club for eleven years. Because we don't know who's going to take over Liverpool. There's no guarantee the ones who take over Liverpool have run a, a football team before. So it always helps to have someone in the background that you know, you know, knows the ropes yeah, four, so you can four, pick it up and, four and billion, take over. Four billion dollars at the moment is about four billion pounds, right? They're very close out on the market. So, Give or <clears throat> so they'd have to sell a massive chunk of it if it, if Liverpool oh, yeah. are going because I don't know. Can they fund it somewhere else? Can they can they bring someone else in to do it with them? Maybe so, but you know. Simple maths, like you know, Ashley yeah. says. Ashley says they own the NHL Penguins. Joiners are loving the symmetry between the Suns going at four billion and LFC looking to sell at four billion. Not necessarily connected. FSG are saying they're looking to grow their brand. Um, I mean, four billion is what the club's valued at anyway, isn't it? Around that, so in around that, yeah, yeah. So the thing, it's not like they pick the figure out of Edward. They're four billion. We're four billion. You know, there let's, is let's do a swap enough. Yeah. Yeah, there's enough written around that saying Liverpool around the four billion dollar mark, and I think United are around four and a half, five billion, which would make sense because they're on stock because they're on stock market. Yeah, it's um, it's it's interesting, but again, like, uh, sorry, you says one dollar twenty three to every pound, so it's yeah, just well, twenty five percent, I suppose, so it's probably four billion dollars is three billion pounds. Um, would that be right? Mm. Yeah, it would be right. Um, three and a half dollar. In a close enough three point two billion or something like that, but the simple maths tells you, you know, if you really want to simplify it, you'd say, yeah, that sounds like quite viable, you know. But at the same time, when when are these expansion teams coming available? When do you have to have the money, boy? You know, <laughs> when does when does that team come into the league? Now, I was talking to Shani last night. He thought he came into the league in twenty twenty four. So you'll probably see them having to probably a year beforehand where they've established the, the team and looked at the infrastructure right, and everything around or whatever it might be um, to, to get get that ready. So it would point towards Liverpool wanting, if they want to sell the whole club, getting it done by this summer, you know. Um, it could it's... be maybe the sales further down. It could be maybe if you put two and two together, maybe the sales further down the line than we realise. Yeah. Escapado says you it know. is 2024 when the expansion team comes in. And honestly, um, I'm I'm working on the chat knowledge here because me NBA and expansion teams, and I'm only literally going on what I'm reading from these tweets, and I'm probably taking it apart where I'm looking going. They can get this. I'm very simple in it. They can get this. When it'll happen? What would they need to do with regards to Liverpool? Like they're not going. I don't think they're going to do that with a NASCAR group or a newly bought um, NHL site. So it looks like the one that all spotlight is on is Liverpool, and that's when the argument comes up again as to who will take over Liverpool. And I've had an argument again on Twitter today with a, a guy that... You love an argument on Twitter, don't you? Well, the thing is, like, when it comes to Twitter, I just like a debate. 
you know, like there's a guy mm-hmm. on there and um, his username is AC something. Um, I couldn't tell you his phone. Okay. And that's not me avoiding okay. it. I couldn't tell you who it is. But it usually starts off with him calling me names and stuff like that. And then he kind of settles down, which I quite like. Um, and we end up kind of having this kind of back and forth. And and he and he ends up giving his opinion. I end up giving mine without anyone getting too upset over it. You know, the sort of way. Um, but I don't know. Like, you would, I think it's hard. I think if this... It's not like they're being told on the 22nd of September that, oh, by the way, there's two teams coming up in 2024. They would have well known well this beforehand. You know, so if there was something happening with that, is it a case that it's forwarded down the line? I, I think it's... it's um... I, I think it's like, but even with transfers, I think most of the things are further down the line than people, than people we know publicly. Because it's always... Um, and let's be honest about it. But let's be honest, it should Chris, be. Let's be honest about it. Um, but let, let's be honest about it, right? Who who's to say? Like you know, no one's saying that FSG are all sweetness and light. FSG could be looking and going. Listen, we've been here twelve years. This is where this what we wanted to do. This could have been the plan all the time. You take this for X amount. You you your your profit is tenfold on it, and we're going to use it to go back and get one thing we really wanted, but we weren't in the position to do 10, 12 years ago. And that's that's how cutthroat it could be. You know, Amal says, um, and I hope I've got your name right there. He says, FSG is also committed to redevelopment the Fenway Park area, which is a multi-billion dollar deal. They have no option but to sell Liverpool. And there you go. That's another point as well. You know, there's no, there would be no surprise for me if Fenway Sports Group wanted to own NASCAR, NHL and NBA, as opposed to NASCAR, NHL and, and a Premier League football team. And I get the impression American sports franchises a bit like Premier League f- football teams, they don't come in the market very often. So they may also be going, this is our only chance to get to ne- get an NBA side because otherwise we- it could be another 20 years before we're looking for another one. Yeah. So it might just be like, you know, that, that's always been the long-term goal. You know, and we all think that the, the collapse of the Super League, I think, did sour things for them because I think they've realised now they can't get any guaranteed revenue from football. Yeah. You know, they get big money from football, but it's not guaranteed. But it's not even that, it's the... Like we we speak so much about a possible new owner of Liverpool and you know the I suppose the aura around the club and being able to say you know I own Liverpool Football Club you know the sort of way and, and that's what it is for them in FSG I know it's about money but like Chris McAvoy says there FSG really want the Vegas team they will sell their granny for this it's a massive game changer from in the USA not only money wise but reputation wise and you know oh they mm. own this and they own an, an, an NBA team and that's what it is for them you know it's a bit like me and you wanting to it's, it'd be like me and you owning a, a baseball team right and yeah it's great and we make loads of money over but I'm not really into fucking baseball but Liverpool come up or mm. any Premier League team come up you go oh Jesus I've, that's what I always wanted to do and I've had to wait 10 or 12 years so it's interesting Christ. You know, can, I'm you, sure. can, you imagine me, can you imagine me and you were in Liverpool? Oh, fucking hell. Like, you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> you think FSG? Yeah, but, um, but, really terrible. but look, it's it's going to take twists and turns, no doubt. And, you know, I'm sure, I don't know if January will tell you a lot with regards to FSG or not. Um, if there's loads of spending, do you say, oh, they're only spending that because there's new owners coming in and they're pledging it? Or they're only sp- they're spending that means they're staying. You can make an argument. I've said it so many times. You can make an argument around any... Come any kind of situation or common sense would say they probably need to look at spending big to maintain the value of the club because if Liverpool aren't a Champions League club they can say they've got plans for it and they've written the season off it still hinders the price that they'll get you know I do think even if as prestigious as Liverpool is if it's not a Champions League club next year I do think that will hinder the price they want to get so and you can write you can underwrite a lot of what they Sign, sign to do this summer and next this summer in January into the cost. So you you make your money back in six months. Yeah. Uh, look, um, this won't be the last show on on FSG. Um, um, it no won't doubt. be the, it won't be the last on transfers or. Uh, but like I said earlier, don't believe uh, I believe very little. I read. I I just believe it when I see it or don't see. It. You know, we get to the end of January mm-hmm. and Liverpool don't have any feel. I'll be going, oh, lads, what the fuck is that? But then again, we get to the end of the season, we we get top form. I'm going, ready. Okay, fair. You know the sort of way, and then you. But again, then you're looking into someone. You're saying, "They said, well, it has to happen," and it just does. It's it's not it's not people crying. It's it's just facts that there's midfielders leaving this club in the summer. 
and you have to replace them. Simple as that. Um, not enough likes on this show, I'm being honest with you. 57 with 200 people watching. So hit the like button now or on your way out, please. So if you're watching and you haven't subscribed, please do so. Um, yourself and the lads put as much as we possibly can into this channel to uh, bring you as much uh, free content as we possibly can. Why are you laughing at? Red Steve, is the like button broke? <laughs> yeah, I kind of feel it is, and we ask people to like, and they don't. Um, maybe they just don't like what they're watching, but they seem to, they seem to be an awful lot watching that don't like. But I don't know. Um, we, we all we can do is ask. We can't make people do what I keep saying that, but it does help us. It, it does help the algorithm. Apparently, tells us all that hit the like buttons. Um, but that's how it goes. Look, um, like I said, especially over January, we're going to get a lot about FSG Liverpool transfers, ins, outs mostly ins rather than outs but we'll we cover it as much as we possibly can and we always try to be and despite what some people think we always try to be as down the line as we can or down the middle and some people like what's going on some people don't some you know it's just the way it is I, I'm, I'm kind of a, yeah you know what what happens happens the only thing is stay owned and I'm, I'm not getting into that again because I get myself into trouble when I say it to be perfectly honest with you Um let me see. Uh, Rory says, United stock market valuation is £3.7 billion today, which jumped from £2.2 billion on announcement of the Glazers' potential sale. United's valuation was over £4 billion in 2018. Difficult to see Liverpool above that. So there you go. Mm. Um, yeah, look, there's so many numbers out there. Um, and Amal says, Gav, it's not only Liverpool fans complaining, it's also Red Sox fans who are up in arms since investment has stopped for them. I don't... It, it's... Chris has touched on it there with regards to contracts and um, it's more contract based um, with Liverpool they make a lot of money they spend a lot they spend it all and they don't kind of go beyond that that's the model I don't know what they do with Red Sox and some people like it and some people don't and um, that's the way it is with Liverpool um, and all but I'm not too sure I'd, I'd, I'd be better off asking the likes of yourself or um, Matt who does these shows about, about the Major League Baseball because um He's no, he's no way more than me, to be honest with you. Um, and Amal also said, good news, David Lynch has said the Saudi-Qatar deal has broken up. Um, not too sure if the Saudi-Qatar deal was there in the first place, but um, again, who knows? We don't. Um, we don't know anything for certain. But look, Chris, it's been a pleasure. Um, tomorrow, full-time Reg, you and Kev. Oh, yeah. We, we haven't had like a meltdown show for ages. So Yeah, so you I'm, and Kev tomorrow, 10 p.m. Oh, well, hold on. <clears throat> Let's get this agreement. 10 p.m. is the time of the start show. It's starting yes. at 10, even if it's in penalties. Are we right? No, it'll start, it'll start at 10 o'clock if it finishes at full time, wouldn't it? Because what time does the game start? It if it's in penalties, are you still willing to go live while the penalties are on? No. No. no, I'll go after the penalties. Okay, so 10 o'clock... I'm not doing a lift for watch, I'll look. Okay, so watch, look. 10 o'clock, if it finishes on night, time. if it goes to penalties, you're probably looking at 10 past 10-ish, so don't be giving yes. out tomorrow at 10. Um, John says, Gav doesn't believe any journal. I don't. I genuinely don't. Uh, I don't believe so anyone that, that, that comes out and categorically tells you that this is happening at Liverpool Football Club. That's just the way I am. Um, but yeah, tomorrow... Uh, full-time Reds from the lads. So that's Thursday night. Friday night, we'll have Premier League forecast where we look forward to the games starting from the 26th through to the 28th. Um, the 26th, we should have a full-time Reds. We're just finalising that because, let's be honest, it's Christmas. People are away with family and stuff like that. So we're trying to get um, a couple of lads together for the full-time Reds after Aston Villa and Liverpool. And then after that, we'll try to get back into some sort of normality up until New Year's and then definitely after New Year's it's full on normality. I think um, I think you may you may go do a history show aren't we next week. Oh we? yes, we are. We are. We're gonna do the Liverpool History This Week show. So um let's do that on the twenty eighth, which is the Wednesday. Twenty. Yeah. Yeah. I'll put that let's put it in, well provisionally let's put it in for that. Um but look um uh, thanks to me into bookmakers.com who are the sponsors of this show and will be the sponsors um for lots of shows um and the channel um going into the new year. Um We'll say a force though. If you don't gamble, that's absolutely fine. If you do, please gamble responsibly. Check out Bookmakers. App. Just go to bookmakers.com. You can read there about what they're all about. Um, offers for people that like to gamble. That's absolutely fine. You can find stats on all the Premier League sites. Um, there's, loads, there's actually loads of stuff on their website that doesn't mean you have to gamble. 
there's loads of um write-ups and different things it's, it's really good they're also on um youtube um bookmakers um bookmakers tv um on youtube and the link for both is in the description um anything else before we go nothing for me now okay good nothing for me either um that has been the midweek fix um thanks a million to chris thanks to everyone in the chat for educating me on um baseball nba how it is in america what fsg might be looking to do and just giving your opinion in general talk to you in a bit over and out sports social podcast network